Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Are you studying Bible prophecy? Maybe you don't think it's important, but it's so important to be prepared for what God has in store for us. In his message today, Pastor J.D. will challenge you to know prophecy about the end times so you can point people to Jesus when the time comes. It's all about revealing Jesus. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's prophecy update as shared on December 10th, 2023 would be grossly remiss were I not to again mention this week what I mentioned last week about the UK and Israel signing a seven-year agreement back on March 22nd of this year, which they dubbed, listen, the 2030 Roadmap for Israel-UK Bilateral Relations. 2030. Seven-year agreement. UK as in King Charles, Israel, Enter this stunning video posted last Wednesday titled, UN Steps Up Pressure for Gaza Ceasefire with Strongest Move Since 1971. you got to scroll down pretty far for that year too. Here's a quote from the transcript. Given the scale of the loss of human life in Gaza and in Israel in such a short amount of time, The Secretary General has today delivered a letter to the President of the Security Council invoking Article 99 of the Charter of the United Nations. This is the first time that Antonio Guterres has done this since he became Secretary General in 2017. Article 99 states, and I quote, that the Secretary General may bring to the attention of the Security Council any matter, in his opinion, that may threaten the maintenance of international peace and security. In the letter which has been shared with you, the Secretary General urges the members of the Security Council to press to avert a humanitarian catastrophe, and he appeals for a humanitarian ceasefire to be declared to maintain international peace and security. That was on Wednesday. Two days ago on Friday, the UN published a report that the U.S. had vetoed the resolution on Gaza, which they claim calls, they couch it in terms of calling for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. Uh, This is probably as good of a time as any, and thank you for hanging in there with me. Bible prophecy makes it very clear in no uncertain terms that Israel is ground zero. You know that, right? It all goes down in Israel. That's ground zero. And 
It's for this reason that the analogy of God's prophetic clock has Israel as the hour hand, Jerusalem as the minute hand, and the Temple Mount as the second hand. So how does that all tie into COP28, Agenda 2030, the SDGs at all? I'm glad you asked. What if I told you, or maybe better said, reminded you, that one Benjamin Netanyahu made a deal with the devil, Pfizer, and sold Pfizer all of the DNA of all of the Israelis in Israel to show them in return favor economically. They were the driving force behind Pfizer, and the reason for Pfizer being in Israel, and talk about death toll, nobody talks about it. Netanyahu, I've shared the quote, it was edited out in an interview with Jordan Peterson. I mean, Jordan Peterson realized they put it up initially, and then they realized, and got the backlash, and they edited out the portion where Netanyahu boasts about selling Israelis DNA to Pfizer. And they edited it out. That's quite telling, isn't it? So what if I told you that not only was Israel, and is Israel still at the helm of the vaccine, so-called, but what if I told you that they are also at the helm of climate change, so-called? Would you believe me? They are. Make no mistake about it. Israel is at the center of this year's COP28, which is why they sent over 1,000 delegates to COP28. Unprecedented. And dare I say that the focal point of and on Israel is not only pronounced and prevalent, but so too is it prophetic with respect to what's happening in real time and at breakneck speed, as we speak, by the way. The sessions planned for today, December 10th, they're on the home stretch to Tuesday, December 12th. The speed with which this is going and ongoing at COP28, this conference of the parties, it has to be decided by Tuesday, December 12th. Look at Israel's climate audit goals. They're at the helm of this. They're driving this. I'm just going to quote it. Developing a preparedness plan for Israel's security system carrying out climate impact assessments on Israel's economy, rolling out a carbon tax. This is Israel. Reporting on financial bodies' activities in the field. <laughs> I'm not going to say another topic for another time, but we've talked about that. Updating on the status of Israel's climate legislation. Translated, there's going to be climate legislation restrictions and developing a comprehensive framework for managing the climate crisis. The crisis you created. You create the crisis, you control the opposition, the reaction, and then you conveniently offer the final solution. 
pun intended. Crisis, reaction, solution. Problem, reaction, solution. Textbook Hegelian dialectic. We got a crisis. You created it. And by the way, God's not going to let you get away with it. I can't wait. I reserved a front row seat for Revelation chapter 11. Can say, Lord, just please, can I? Please, can I just watch? I won't say anything. I won't be able to. I'm just going, oh. Okay, that's too much. Here's my point. And yes, I have a point, and I'm almost done. Israel is right smack in the middle, in the center of everything that's happening at COP28. Just as they were with COVID-19. Exactly as we're told in the many pages of Bible prophecy. Listen to this quote from Israeli Ambassador Gideon Behar, a special envoy for climate change and sustainability at the foreign ministry. Quote, the world is looking to Israel to come up with solutions. Well, how's that working out for you? (laughs) The, The final solution. The world is looking to Israel for solutions? We are on an international and historic mission. Wow. One last thing. Did I say one last thing yet? Not on this app. So we're good? It's the COP28 UAE seven-year path to 2030, released on Friday, where they boast about being at the midpoint, watch, seven days in towards seven years on, which fits in with the countdown to what Bible prophecy calls the seven-year tribulation. Now, to the question before us concerning how expecting the unexpected from COP28 gets Jesus to people and people to Jesus. At the risk of an oversimplification, I'm just going to simply say this. All the prophecies that we just read, all the reports that were just quoted, all the links that we've provided, point with prophetic precision to the end. Please know that God does not want us to be ignorant concerning Bible prophecy. Why do you think well nigh one third of the Bible is prophecy? God wants us to know what's going to happen before it happens, so when it happens, believers will lift up their heads knowing their redemption draws nigh, and non-believers will believe. That's the purpose of prophecy, is to get people to Jesus, who's the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. He's the solution. In a way, you could actually say Gideon Bahar is somewhat right, sort of, kind of. The world is looking to Israel for the solution, but the solution, the answer is and did come out of Israel. His name is Jesus. Jesus is the solution. Jesus is the answer that the whole world needs to look to. This is exactly what Bible prophecy tells us what happened at the time of the end. And I'm going to say it again. This is the end. This is the end. This is how it ends. This is it. Let me try it a different way. (laughs) 
This is it. The end. You know the end? The end. Da, 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 da. That's the end. And there's no credits after because we're already at the end. Bottom line. The seven-year tribulation is about to begin at the appointed time according to the Feast of the Lord recorded in Leviticus 23, meaning that the rapture, which must happen first, is about to happen anytime. Last week we were so blessed, right, when JB and Mai from Japan shared with us. I just, I told Mai that when she shared about how she was watching, you know, these Bible prophecy updates, and she said to herself, and even prayed to the Lord, if this is the end of the world, then I'm in trouble. And that's what got her to Jesus, and she got saved. If this is the end, then I'm in big trouble. And she got out of trouble by getting into Christ, and coming to Christ. Bible prophecy gets people to Jesus and Jesus to people. You'll forgive me, but it scares the hell out of people. <laughs> I would rather scare the hell out of you and the heaven into you than just get up here and tell you what you want to hear, flatter you into hell. I'd rather scare you into heaven. How am I doing? <laughs> If you didn't know Jesus, and you didn't know Bible prophecy, the spirit of prophecy, Jesus, this stuff would freak you out, right? I mean, the Bible says that when they're saying peace and security, which they're saying every day, all day, and have been for years, that sudden destruction's coming. And the thing about sudden destruction, you know about sudden destruction. It's sudden, the destruction. Expect the unexpected. It'll happen suddenly, and they will not escape, but we who are alive and remain will escape. It will come upon them, not we, B-O-E. We who are alive and remain will be caught up. And I just want to end this way, because when my came to that realization that if this is the end, I'm in trouble, and it brought her to Christ, if you don't know Jesus Christ, and have never come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, I implore you, I plead with you, I beg of you, today is the day. Because the rapture can happen at any time, any day. This is the good news. And the good news, by the way, is not just that Jesus came and was crucified and buried and rose again on the third day, but He's coming back again one day as He promised He would. That's the good news, the gospel of salvation in Jesus Christ. The ABCs is just a simple childlike way to share Jesus with people, if you're ever privileged with that opportunity to do so. The A is for simply acknowledge or admit that you're a sinner. <laughs> because otherwise, why would you be interested in a Savior if you're not a sinner? Romans 3.10 says, there's no one righteous, not even one. No one will ever be good enough. You might be good, but none are good. Good enough. 
And Romans 3.23 tells us why. We've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all missed the mark, which is what sin means. It's an archery term. You missed the bullseye, you sinned, you fell short. We've missed that bullseye of God's perfect standard of righteousness. And we've all transgressed and broken the law of God. And now we need Jesus who fulfilled the law of God, the only one to do so perfectly, sinlessly. So we're guilty as charged. Now we've got to enter the sentencing phase. You've been found guilty. Here's your sentence. You ready for it? This is the bad news. Bad news first. Death. What? Yeah, the wages of sin is death. You've been sentenced to death because you've broken the law, fallen short of God's perfect standard of righteousness, God's glory. You sin, and the penalty is the death penalty. That's the bad news. You ready for the good news? You're in that courtroom, the judge of the universe has just sentenced you to death, and in walks a man, no ordinary man, the God-man, Jesus the Christ. And he says to the judge of the universe, stop, I will die for him, because of my love for him. Greater love hath no man than that of laying down his life for another. I will go to my death in His stead. And the judge of the universe looks at you and says, Hall, because remember, he's a local judge. (laughs) Hall, good news. Your debt has been paid. You are free to go. And Jesus goes to His death in your stead. And He pays in full and purchases you and me. We are not our own but purchased with the price. He pays for the gift. You know, this time of year, you go buy gifts. Gifts are gifts. If you try to pay for that gift that you receive, it's not a gift, it's a purchase. And don't re-gift, you can't re-gift this gift, by the way, just letting you know. So who purchased it? He did. How much did it cost? Everything. So he purchased this gift of God, which is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's paid for in full. It's a gift for you to receive. Here's the B, very central. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now, to believe is, even the demons believe and tremble, right? So it's not just, yeah, I believe. No, 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 no. To believe in your heart means you're putting your trust in believing in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. That's what believing is. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe would not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or confess with your mouth, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, then it's going to come out of your mouth. You're going to confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Not might, not could, not should, will. The jury's not out, the verdict is in. All 
means all. <laughs> JB is so adorable. She says all means all. She, she's been translating anyway, a poor woman. She has uh, treasures in heaven. All means all. All who call. Will, not might, will be saved. Again, I implore you, if you've never called upon the name of the Lord, believing in your heart, Today's the day of salvation, man. I mean, I don't know how, what more, (laughs) I hope this comes out right. What more do you need? What are you waiting for? And why in the world would you delay the most important decision of your life for eternal life with everything that is happening in this world right now? I'm not yelling at you. (laughs) I am kind of, but I'm pleading with you. I implore you. I'm begging of you as a pastor, which is my privilege to be of this amazing church. I'm pleading with you and those of you watching online, today is the day of salvation. Jesus is coming. That trumpet's going to sound. Be ready. Be ready. Okay, today's about God testimony. See, I have to do this because I'm going to be gone for a while, so I'm making up for lost time in advance. Today's But God testimony comes from Stacy, who writes, Hi JD, I just want to let you know how excited I am. I've been listening to your prophecy updates since about 2018, you poor woman. And I am also going through the book of Ezekiel with you. All these years I've been telling people to listen and they pay no mind to my suggestion. So a couple months ago I told my sister-in-law about one of your prophecy updates and sent her the link and I didn't have much hope because that's just the way it goes. Well guess what? A couple weeks ago she told me that not only did she watch it, but she also keeps on watching you every week. She seemed to be glowing. She even went back and watched a few previous updates. If that's not enough, she's also going through the book of Ezekiel with you, and I did not even tell her to. But God had has a plan for her all along. Please pray for the Lord to continue to speak to her. Her name is Margie. Yes, Lord, for Margie. And then she ends this way, thank you for being you. (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much for that. I can't be anybody else. I can't pretend to be anybody else. I did try that once. It didn't work out very well at all. Lord, thank you. Wow, we've kind of covered quite a bit today. I know as one said it can be like drinking water out of a fire hose, but it's the water of life. So, so be it, Lord. It's happening. And I just pray that anyone who's has never made the most important decision of their life, I pray that today they would surrender to you, that they would get saved. Now, today, Lord, lastly, I'm just going to pray, Maranatha. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? 
Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.